Hey, gang. It's your pal, Alex. And uh, before we get to this PTG classic episode where we interview a vampire, let me talk to you guys about our best friends at Southern Star Brewing Company. You guys know how important it is to support local businesses right now. And Southern Star has always had our back ever since they came aboard and joined the Gravy Gang. And right now, they need our help more than ever. Uh, beer to go is, is the way to go with them. You can go pick up the beer from the brewery, 3525 North Fraser Street up in Conroe. You can also get it at most uh, grocery stores or liquor stores. I know Specs, Total Wine, and more Goody Goody. All of the, the big liquor stores have them. And then uh, most like Kroger's, and my, my HEB has a lot of them. They got the Bombshell Blonde, the Strawberry Bombshell Blonde, my personal favorite, the Echo and Conroe, what's left of it. They got Southern Brunch coming out. They got the Valkyrie Double IPA. It's a brand new one. They got the Oktoberfest. I just picked up some Oktoberfest, and I'm pretty stoked about that. The uh, Oktoberfest Russian Imperial Stout, Russian Imperial Stout, excuse me. And if you're an IPA guy or gal, they got the uh, Juicy Subatomico IPA and the Conspiracy Theory IPA. There is something for everybody at Southern Star Brewing Company, the best beer in the entire world, the official beer sponsor of Past the Gravy Podcast. And uh, if you want to help out the brewery, August 22nd, that's a Saturday, August 22nd, they have the Beer and Barbecue Benefit for southern star uh they got bis brisket plates rib plates pulled pork plates it's a great cause and uh it's gonna help you know let's like the the brewery's kind of been shut down so they're trying to raise some more money to keep this brewery going a lot of local bars and breweries we've seen shutting down with this pandemic and we need to help keep the best brewery of all time going southern star brewing company their beer and barbecue benefit August 22nd up at 3525 North Fraser Street in Conroe. You can go and check it out on their Facebook page. Give them a follow on Instagram and Twitter, Southern Star BC and Southern Star Brew Co. If you're drinking a Southern Star, tag us, take a picture. At Passway Pod is our account, at Southern Star BC and at Southern Star Brew Co. Brewing Co. on Instagram and Twitter. Tag them. Let them know you support the people supporting us. Southern Star Brewing Company, the best beer in the entire world, the official beer sponsor of past the gravy podcast this episode is also brought to you by our good buddies at alamo remedy cbd go check them out at alamoremedy.com if you use our promo code ptg at checkout you're gonna get 10 percent off of your order they know that cbd is very hot right now so they want to give you guys the best products all of their products contain 250 milligrams of cbd and uh they start at just 17.99 they have the new hemp flower that's about 20 dollars and the hemp flower guys if you want a nice mellowed out easy way to wind down that's 100 percent legal go check it out alamoremedy.com i got some of this hemp flower and i'm promising you it doesn't you don't have that foggy headedness of uh, of certain other things you have uh, you, you can focus you can wind down you can get things done without being like whoa man where am i you can take care of all this stuff i know matthew hadamio was hitting up some of the gummies the gummies are awesome that's an easy way to just chill out if you're stressed out pop a gummy in there you're gonna be 100 percent fine and then the cucumber melon lotion that they got i rubbed that on my ankle my hip my knees when i'm playing soccer i'm telling you i want to eat it it smells so good but you, you i promise you there's nothing bad at alamoremedy.com go give them a follow at alamoremedy and alamoremedy cbd on instagram and twitter if you're ordering an alamo remedy product tag us as well at pascal podcast at alamoremedy and at alamoremedy cbd alamoremedy the official cbd sponsor of past the great podcast let's move on to little m shop you guys know 
that like if you're driving around with one of those stupid little green baby back bitch trees in your rear view mirror, what are you doing? You're doing it all wrong. Rip that down, throw it on your passenger side floorboard, and then go to littlemshop.com. Order you some of the dopest air fresheners in the whole wide world, and I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Little M Shop is actually celebrating their two-year anniversary. It's their birthday. So go and use promo code two years all caps for 20% off of your order at littlemshop.com, littleemshop.com. Get you some of the best air fresheners in the entire world. You can stock up on them. If you spend $10, you're going to get the free shipping on that one. And now you got 20% off. Why wouldn't you want to do that? They got keychains. They got stickers. They got all kinds of stuff, guys. I promise you. Get your, go get your girl's car wash. Throw a little M air freshener in there. She'll be like, oh, wow, my car is so shiny and fresh, and now it smells nice. And then you'll be like, yeah, it's a little M air freshener. She's going to love you. You're going to be a G, and you're probably going to get in a little hanky-panky maybe later on. But it's happy, happy two years of being in business for little M air fresheners. LittleMShop.com. Use promo code two years, all one word, for 20% off at checkout. Promo code two years at LittleMShop.com. Dot com, littleemshop.com. You're going to get 20% off of your order. littleemshop.com, littleemshop.com. Promo code two years, all one word for 20% off your order. And some of the best air freshers in the entire world. Give them a follow at littleemshop on Instagram and at littleemtweets on Twitter. littleemshop.com, littleemshop.com. The official air freshener sponsor of Pass Gravy Podcast and our newest sponsor, guys, Ranch rider spirits company they got real cocktails made with fresh citrus all natural cocktails made of premium distilled spirits sparkling water fresh squeezed fruit not a drop of added sugar artificial sweetener any of that natural flavoring bullshit these guys started started from their food truck out in austin it's awesome they sent me some of them if you like the uh, ranch water the tequila paloma and the chilton you can get four packs as well this is a liquor cocktail, so it's not available in the grocery store. You got to go to the liquor stores. But like Specs, Total Wine and More, Goody Goody, all the big liquor stores will be stocked up with Ranch Rider Spirit Company. And then I just walk in the back, where's the Ranch Rider? Hook me up with some Ranch Rider. They're like, oh, okay, we'll take you on down to the ranch. I'm sure they'll do that. I've never tried it, but I would try it though. Uh, I like the Chilton. I think the Chilton's my favorite. That's the vodka one. Vodka, sparkling water, lemon juice, and sea salt. The ranch water, also pretty good. My girlfriend is really loving that one. That's got the uh, Reposado tequila, sparkling water, and real lime juice. They also have the tequila Paloma with Reposado, with Reposado tequila, sparkling water, grapefruit, and lime as well. You can't go wrong with Ranch Rider Spirits Company. And I promise you, it's like a mixed drink that you don't have to mix. You don't have to spend all that time. You just crack it open like a beer, and you get a little bit of liquor. We love our folks over at Southern Star, but if you're not a beer guy, gal try some ranch rider spirits company get some both and like have a nice little picnic you get enjoy it ranch rider spirits company pretty dope stuff go give a follow on instagram ranch rider spirits company and uh they are the newest sponsor of pass gravy podcast the official cocktail sponsor of pass gravy podcast and then one last thing pass the gravy merch.com we got some fire new merch in the store right now i'm talking dog hoodies I'm talking, we got Gravy Lady t-shirts. I'm talking the Gravy Gang shirts. We got dad hats. We got past Gravy face covers. We got the Pastronaut shirts. The new I Don't Need Your Negativity shirt. We have some fire 
new merch. In the past, the Gravy merch shirt, some of the old classics as well. The Pastor shirts, the Bomb Pop shirt, the regular logo shirt, the Office shirt, all kinds of awesome stuff. Dallas Kill JFK, people don't forget. Go check it out. Support your favorite podcast. All of this goes to help us keep Robert on the payroll. Passthegravymerch.com. Ladies, don't forget, all ladies' shirts are $1 off because we wanted to stop and fight against that wage gap because, you know, we're nice guys. We're nice guys. Passthegravymerch.com. Go stock up on some Pass the Gravy gear. I know Josh Tree Cottle, uh, reigning rookie of the year on Pass the Gravy, he sent us a picture of his Gravy Gang shirt. Go let everybody know you're in the Gravy Gang. Passthegravymerch.com. Get you some of that stuff. I believe Matthew Jaramillo also has his Gravy Gang shirt as well. So go be like Josh and Matthew. PassTheGravyMerch.com. Support your favorite podcast. Let everybody else know how dope Pass the Gravy is. PassTheGravyMerch.com. All right, guys. This is a Pass the Gravy Classics episode. It was originally like episode, like, it was one of the first 20 episodes. I sound super young in it. I'm not good at podcasting. I'm still not saying I'm good at podcasting now. But I was really not good at podcasting. The voice you're going to hear interviewing with me, Curtis Chafin, the godfather of Pass the Gravy. He was the guy that started it with me. And uh, we were just really trying to find guests when we started this podcast. We couldn't find a bunch of people, but we were like, hey, what if we found a vampire? That would be interesting. So we found a guy on Reddit, and uh, his name was Bodalock. And this is our interview with a vampire. It's not that bad. When I went back and listened to it, it was not as bad as I expected. It's not good by any means. It's not me. My interviewing is not good. But it was pretty funny, and I, uh, I was even chuckling at it. So I hope you guys enjoy this Past the Gravy Classics interview with a vampire and uh, i will talk to you guys on wednesday's podcast i'm a working man i gotta pay my bills i don't know what we're yelling about oh look at me the millionaire who goes to see doctors you reek of scotch and cheesecake you filthy animal what is this right good news i saw a dog today in your face, Nancy Grace. What in God's holy name are you blathering about? Everybody hate who we just call them fans, though. The only thing I think of when I think of my kids growing up in this country, if they say, Dad, what do we have left? That's American name. And I say, son, I mean, there's not much to choose from, but that's what we have half blue ribbon for. Child, please. the gravy and for the first time ever we actually got a vampire to come on the show today we are joined by Vodalock. how's it going today buddy it's going pretty good it's been an interesting week already but uh i'm looking forward to this yeah we're, we've been looking forward to it since we spoke on email at first about a week ago but uh yes. let's get right into it where do vampires come from uh it's a good question. Um, a lot of people out there like to say that vampires can be made or that they're awakened by a sire. Unfortunately, this isn't true. We're born the way we are, and if you're not born one, you're not one. You're never going to be one. That's the flat-out bottom line. So how do you know you're born one? Uh... People usually start realizing that there's something different about them between the ages of 7 and 14, pre-puberty. It, it starts very early. Um, 
for a lot of us, it's it's being able to feel other people's energy, being able to sense when someone is upset. There's a lot of empathy involved. And we tend to be more sickly as children growing up. So you get sicker more often? Yes. Um, there's a... There's a lot of discussion out there regarding why we are the way we are. And some people like to say that uh, we're something else, but we're not. We're just human. And we have an energy deficiency. And there are a lot of people who want to dismiss even that. And the problem with that is, is that there are a large handful of... Uh, physical disorders, disabilities, illnesses that we share in common. And the number of those is far too great to just be coincidence. So when we start realizing at a younger age that we're not like everyone else and we're having problems doing things that everyone else should be able to do and can do, you know, you know how kids are. They can yeah. be cruel. They spot things, and the moment someone stands out, they they isolate you, and that's something we have to learn to deal with right off the bat. So, so like, did you go? Do you go to a doctor to be diagnosed, or do you? Is it kind of a self-diagnosis? It, it's a it's a moment of self-awareness. Uh, it's like when someone realizes that even though they've been raised to be Christian, they're actually Buddhist, or they're actually Hindi or Muslim. It's a moment of self-awareness where you realize everything that you've been taught should be right isn't right. And the only thing that makes sense is what feels right. Um, there are people out there walking around who are uh, energy vampires and have no idea because they refuse to accept the simple truth that they're not producing a certain type of energy in their body and the only way to get it is from other people. And I'm sure both of you have been in a room where someone has walked in and the, the life just dropped out of the room for no reason. Hmm, that's interesting. And, and typically that is an energy vampire who doesn't know what they are walking into a crowd miserable and suddenly they're feeling a lot better and everyone else is miserable. Okay. So, so just for everyone else's sake, the uh, energy vampire is like someone who like kind of takes in, feeds off everyone else's energy and kind of sucks out of the room to say? Uh, generally when that happens, they're not aware of what they are. Actual self-aware energy vampires are very cautious and very careful about what they do and how they do it. Uh, one of the rules within the community is never take without being freely given. Never. It, it's a big no-no. And it can get people in a lot of trouble for doing it. Like legal trouble? Uh, depending on what they do, yeah. Um, if someone is really stupid, and doesn't try to educate themselves about what they are and does something incredibly stupid, yeah, they can get in trouble with the law. But for the most part, we go out of our way to make sure that we don't do anything wrong. Um, I'm sure you've seen on TV people being accused of being vampires doing horrific things. Mm -hmm. 
they're not part of our community. None of them are. And whenever the media starts throwing around the word vampire, it makes every one of us cringe and just brace for impact because we know it's coming. And it, it's an unfortunate thing that we have to deal with. So there's a bunch of this, like, uh, like you wouldn't consider them vampires then? Those no, are... not even a little bit. It's like no. someone who just watched a, like a vampire-type genre movie and just is like, oh, I want to do that, and they just go out and make a menace of themselves. Exactly, exactly. I, it, there are stupid people everywhere, and there are weak-minded people everywhere who are easily influenced. And you will find that the majority of actual vampires are very intelligent, very strong-willed, and very, very much aware of their surroundings and who's around them. Um, when when I was doing some research, I realized there's vamp, what are called vampire courts, and I guess is that like an association <laughs> of vampires? Can you explain uh, that to me? <laughs> yeah, uh, the courts. Um, good lord. Um, I am not part of court. I am not officially part of any house. Um, it is an association of like-minded vampires who come together to have a social community in which they can step out of the shadows and be free with who they are with others like themselves. Um, unfortunately, the courts, they like to set themselves up in ways that have people kissing rings and bowing down and kissing ass, which a lot of us just want no part of because seriously... Who wants to be a ring kisser and not have any kind of say in what goes on in their community? Yeah, that's what, like, that's what, when, when I was watching the videos of that, they were the weird kind of, like, vampires, like, hey, look at me, I'm a vampire, I'm gonna go out in public and do this. And well, talking to you, you don't seem like you just flaunt it around all the time. No, I don't. Um, I don't hide it either. I'm actually fairly public about what I am. Um, I'm a published author like I explained earlier, and my pen name is L.A. Nance. You can find me on lulu.com. I do not make any secret about my being a vampire to anyone. If anyone asks, I tell them the truth. I'm honest about it. Um, on Halloween, yeah, I'll dress up. It's fun. Everybody Are you a vampire likes to always on Halloween? <laughs> no. I'm usually a homicidal maniac. They look like everyone else. <laughs> 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 Thank you, you uh, Wednesday Adams. <laughs> Go ahead. Have you ever uh, like been a part of a court and you're just like, what am I doing? Like, what are these people? No, no, no. never. I about twenty years ago, I tried to be really involved in the community, and I tried to find a house or a court to get involved with. And there was a level of arrogance at the time that was just, the Republican Party has nothing on arrogance in consideration to the way the courts were 20 years ago. They have no competition there with the arrogance, none. Um, it was so bad that I, I, I found myself going, you know what, you're a bunch of assholes, I want nothing to do with you, and went and did my own thing. Um, the last four to five years, I've become more active within the community again and 99% of that arrogance is gone now a lot of the old court systems are gone 
There are a few places that still hold on to them, but they realized that they could not keep doing business the way they were. And they loosened things up. They became more understanding and less strict and assholish about the way they do things. Yeah, the way you were describing them earlier just made it seem like they were a vampire fraternity. Like, yeah. Like back, stands and shit. back in the day, they kind of were. And it was it was really sad. Um, it's like when I was 13, uh, I spent some time growing up in Mississippi. I've, I've moved all over the place as a kid. And I went to this one Baptist church and hung out with the guys there and they were all baptized and good Christians and they did everything they were supposed to do. But the moment they stepped off church property, they went, they immediately grabbed their beers they're swearing and everything that the Baptist church is against and just went on their merry way and they would put it all away on Sunday and pretend to be these nice people again. And that's the way the old courts were. When they weren't being publicly viewed, they were a bunch of assholes. But when they were publicly viewed, they put on their pretty faces and they wore their pretty mask and they tried to come off as being regal and noble. And they weren't. So they, they were, were essentially uh, politicians. Yes. Like I said, the Republican Party has nothing on the arrogance of the vampire courts of 20 years ago. Okay. I could also see how, like, people, they can act out because they're around a group of people that they there's not, it's a small group of people and they're, like, finally, you know, hanging out and socializing with people that are like them. And that, that would give, you know, that would give anyone... You know, some confidence, and people may do some crazy things. I can kind of see where they would be assholeish and whatever. Well, there's a social hierarchy in any community, any community or social activity that is established within human society. Anytime you get more than five people together, a social hierarchy is going to be established. Decent people will not take advantage of that. Intelligent people will not take advantage of that. It's people who have low self-esteem and are have no self-confidence that take advantage of those social orders and that social hierarchy and try to push themselves further and higher into it. Um. All right. You you're an energy vampire, correct? <laughs> uh, this is my first one. Well, I've done some I've done some written interviews within the community, but this is my first interview outside of the community. Okay, but you're you're you would consider yourself an energy vampire, correct? Yes. All right, there when I was doing research there was I think sex and blood were other types of vampires. Are those valid like recognized types of vampires or There is there is sanguine vampirism and there is tantric vampirism, both are very valid. What what you need to understand is that vampires do have a deficiency. Now, uh, on the page you showed me, they were saying that that only showed up after the movie Life Force in 1985. That's not true. The movie Life Force, they they had access to someone who knew something about the community, and they wrote that in. The idea that we have a deficiency has been around for a very long time. It's one of those simple realities of being a vampire. It's one of those things that you realize early on in, at, in childhood. 
Um, the the psychic vampires they feed primarily on prana, uh, on energy. Sexual vampires feed on that energy, but the only way they can access it is through sexual tension. It doesn't necessarily have to be intercourse. It can be through flirting. Okay. It can be it, it can be through any activity that can lead to sexual tension. As long as that energy builds, they have something to feed on. Sanguine vampires, the way they access that, en- that energy is through blood. And there are those in the community who say that's not necessary, but most of them are not sanguine and don't understand just how important that connection is. And to try and explain what that connection is and why it's important for a sanguine is very difficult because there's a lot of phobias and there's a lot of stereotypes um, and generally the general community views sanguinism as a form of cannibalism which is extremely taboo and no one wants to even think about it you're not literally eating the person no right? gods no gods no okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, the, and the fact is is that for most vampires the amount of blood that's needed to be sustained is extremely small. You can fill a thimble with it. I just take a shot of blood and you're good? Yeah. It'll sustain you for about a week to a month, depending on how much you are deficient. So would they have an iron deficiency? Would that be their deficiency? No. It's not the iron. It's... Is it energy again? It's back to the energy, and it's how it's accessed. Um, like I said, psychic vampires can just take the pure energy as it is. They can walk into a room and pull off all the negative energy if they want and leave, and everyone will be, be left feeling extremely happy. Um, or, like I said earlier, someone doesn't know what they are, they can walk in and just pull all the energy out of the room and leave everyone feeling drained and down. Uh, tantric vampires, they feed on sexual tension, not necessarily the intercourse. It's the tension, it's the emotion, it's the intent, it, it's the vibrations that get created during that moment. And for sanguines, the only way they can access that energy is through the blood. So, like, energy drinks do nothing for you, right? <laughs> uh, they make me jittery. <laughs> <laughs> It's just not the same kind of energy. Makes you jittery no. and have the shits like everyone else. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> like I said, we're human. We just we're 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 a little bit different. We're, we're still human. We're just different. One, uh, of, the, one uh, of those vampire court things I was watching. It's an MTV True Life. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, where there, the the girl on there was convinced that she was not a human. She was different than humans, and that's why I was confused. And that's why I'm glad that you're actually like. Breaking all this down for us. That's why we came to you. Well, here's the thing. And, and give me a moment so I can word this correctly. Yeah. Um, there are a great number of people within the community who accept that we are human, but we are different from human because of our deficiency. Some people take that in a literal sense and say that we're not human or that we're better than human. And the fact is, we're not. If anything, we're more human than human. And that may sound odd or 
uh, what's the word I want here? Um, egotistical, but it's not. We tend to feel things more deeply. We tend to be affected by things more deeply. And we tend to avoid confrontations that could cause uh, anger, strife, or any kind of dysfunction within our social unit. Because we're going to feel all of that way more than anyone else. And if you have ever seen someone who gets upset easy or cries at the drop of a hat, it's because they're feeling everything that is going on around them, including what everyone else is feeling. It's called empathy. And so most, most vampires, women are vampires, right? Uh, to a degree, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you can keep going. I'm sorry. I tried to make it funny in that. No, you're good. That was a. It's actually very funny. I've made that same joke. <laughs> um. Most of us are very empathic in what we feel and how we feel it. So we, we really try to avoid any kind of confrontation. That's, that's got to be the best way to do it then. Because I'm sure there's everybody, like a lot of people are just trying to go out there and attack you for your beliefs and stuff, just like they would any other belief. And I'm sure you've seen on TV the people who want their 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. Who are just they are the lowest base of life possibly because they don't care who they're hurting, how they're hurting them, or what. They just want their 15 minutes of fame. All they want is to be self-served, and that's what they're after. Um, most of the people who do that are not part of our community. We, we don't know who they are. No one has ever seen them anywhere, and they show up on these TV shows. And they do more harm to our community than they do good. Uh, yeah, they're helping the rest of the world realize that, hey, we're out here, but they're making us look horribly bad. Yeah. So um, is uh, vampirism, is it a, uh, is it like, would you say it's like hereditary? Like, is it passed down? Is, it like, is there a family um, history of it? Uh, that's a good question. Um there are a lot of studies inside the community going on right now, both for health reasons and things like that. As far as genealogies are concerned, um, I've only met a few others who have actual family members that are older than them, who are also like parents or grandparents and things like that. So it's not something that I could say yes to because I've only met a few people who have claimed to be so. But it does happen. But uh, it, it does uh, happen. Usually, uh, not usually, though. Less no, often. no. Um, it, it really is just the luck of the draw when you're born. You're either born a vampire or you're not one. There, there. That is the bottom line. Uh, all right. Uh, you have your teeth. Are you? Do you have sharp teeth? Let's debunk a few of these. Yeah, yeah. We're trying to get to the bottom of all these stereotypes here. Uh, no teeth. Well, okay. I have teeth, but yeah, well, I don't yeah. have teeth are important. You got some chompers in there. Just not, yeah. the, not the canines you see all the vampires with. So, um, do most of those guys file theirs down? And it's like, uh, it's a cosmetic no, actually, thing? Actually, it's a cosmetic thing that's, it's like a denture plate. And pop it in and you've got, <laughs> So are those people typically fake? 
No. Um, within the community, there are a lot of people who feel that the best way to, without having to deal with people and explain to them all of this that I'm explaining to you, because every time someone asks a question, it usually leads into a anywhere from a 20-minute to a two-hour-long discussion trying to explain themselves. So a lot of people, they just get the the prosthetic teeth and wear them when they go out to certain functions just to have everyone know, hey, this is who I am. Now, there are people out there who wear them just to get attention. I am not one of them. And I, <laughs> I know a lot of people out there in the community who are just like me. They won't touch them. It, it, it comes down again to people who are looking for their 15 minutes of fame. But not everyone you see on TV is like that. The Vampire Court in Austin, they're a bunch of good people. They're actually trying to educate people, and they realize that the only way they're going to get people's attention to hear them is to be a little more flamboyant and draw attention to them. Because when they do, and unlike the, the MTV special that they did, they actually get a chance to do what I'm doing with you guys, explain what's actually going on. They're just a little more flamboyant about it than I am. It's like they, they get people to completely go out of their way to ask them the question where you kind of let us come to you. Yes. Try to gain attention so that people become curious and then they can explain themselves. Yes, because they live in that community and they have to deal with the people in that community. The faster they can get who they are out to the majority of that community, the safer they'll be. Do do uh do uh like do like mainstream like movies like make you upset like when you watch like a Fright Night or like something like that you're like oh god like this is just more shit I have to deal with. <laughs> like, I love point. a good I love a good movie. Um, when I first saw Fright Night when it was first released released I laughed all the way through the original. It was fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, no. A lot of a lot of us we enjoy the movies. It doesn't. We really don't see anything wrong with the movies or anything like that. The TV shows, like uh, the ones on UPN, I I want nothing to do with them. They're they're a bunch of tripe and garbage. <laughs> what uh, what's your favorite uh, vampire movie? Uh, that would have to be the Addiction. The Addiction. What do you think about Twilight? Are you Team Jacob or Team Edward? Fuck no! Don't even. <laughs> God damn. Okay. Sorry. Right. <laughs> I'm just picking. I'm just picking. That movie is the biggest piece of garbage to ever be produced. Uh, I, I, there is nothing redeemable about that movie. Nothing. None of its sequels. None of it. The books are garbage. It's all. Oh my god. Every time I see someone running around going, Vampire Sparkle, Vampire Sparkle, I want to punch them in the face. <laughs> have you have you watched them all? Or did you just watch like 50 minutes of like, uh, I'd rather... I've sat through, I've sat through two of them, and that was more than I could deal with. I tried, re- I, I tried really hard to find something redeemable about them. But not even the actors' performances were acceptable. The chip I tried. is pretty hot. Uh, uh, yeah, what, okay. What, 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 are you thinking, what are you talking about, Alex? 
the... I think I'm on the left side on this one. I think no, no, I'm like saying crazy right there. That chick is kind of <laughs> hot in it. I didn't. I actually didn't see either of the any of the movies. Because so. she, she's got hundreds of thousands of dollars of makeup on well, that's to make good. her look that's that good. way. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I try. I try to like after hearing about like everyone just trashing these movies. You like, I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna try to go and open mine like. 50 minutes in, I'm like, all right, fuck this. I, there's no way I can sit through all this. Exactly. And those movies just, yeah, I, I've, yeah, no, no, okay. no. Our, our next myth, <laughs> um, what about garlic? Do you eat garlic on your food? I love garlic. It says um, nothing bad to you. Unfortunately... It doesn't like me, and I am, I am unfortunate in that to have that really ridiculous stereotype. But be advised, be advised, a large proportion of people of Scottish descent have an allergy to anything in the Alm family, be it garlic, onions, chives, etc. I have that allergy. Okay. Where did the whole like myth about it come from? Is that what it was from? <laughs> Um, if myth means Hollywood movie magic, is that then yes. really it? Oh, okay. Yep. It's all Hollywood. Also, did you feel like the movie Blade was like the vampires Jackie Robinson? Was he breaking the color barrier for vampires everywhere? Wow. No? Uh, I didn't say that. I said wow. <laughs> um, <sighs> the Blade movie did a lot of good things for the movie industry. Um, did it break barriers for... <laughs> for black did it break the color? race barrier? <laughs> did it break a race barrier? No. Um, it, it did great things for Wesley Snipes' career. It did great things for the movie industry. But there are a lot of people of color who are vampire, and you'd be surprised at how many. They're all good people, um, I count quite a few of them as friends, and vampirism knows no race, it knows no heritage, it comes and goes from everyone. Well, that answered that, didn't it? <laughs> I feel stupid. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's, let's step away from the whole movie bullshit yeah. for a minute. Thank that you. means Alex, shut up. That's yeah. Thank um, so, how many books have you written? Uh, I have written, to date, three books. Uh, my first in the, my vampire novel, Incubus Succubus. The second is uh, Maya's Temp Tempest, which is a collection of short stories. And the third is a short but concise children's book about death called Everything Dies. Brilliant. Can you get all of those at Lulu? Yes, you can get all of those at Lulu from just by searching for L.A. Nance. And Nance is spelled N-A-N-T as in tango, Z as in zebra. Any relation to Jim Nance? No. <laughs> what, uh, how, uh, like, can you describe, like, an average day? Like, are you, are you, uh, just a, a full-time author, or...? Uh, pretty much, I'm a full-time author. Um, my body decided to shut down around 10 years ago, and I ended up on Social Security Disability. I am trying to get off of that by doing the writing. Um, 
it's just one of those things that as a vampire, when you don't feed as often as you should, your body rebels. It does not like it. And I tried to fast for a while, and I got the short end of the stick. Didn't work out too well. No, not well at all. So when you, like, if you just hang out, you know, alone, you can definitely feel, you feel more depleted than if you're out and about, like, do you ever just well, go to a mall and, like, feel a little bit better? You don't want to take others' energies, right? That's what you were telling me. Oh, that's earlier. true. Right, right. Well, here's, here's the curious thing about us. Um, we need to be around people to stay healthy, but we generally tend to be loners. We prefer to be isolated. It, it's one of those conundrums that we have to live with. We want to be alone because we prefer being alone, but we have to be out and amongst the people if we want to survive because you can't find donors if you're hiding in your room. So how necessarily would you find a donor? Would you just be like, hey, I need to borrow some energy from you? And... <laughs> uh, in some places, you can actually do just that. Um, there are certain clubs and nightclubs and bars that... Uh, the people that go there are extremely open-minded, and as long as you're upfront and honest, some of them will actually say, yeah, have fun. Um, otherwise, you have to be incredibly careful about how you go about doing it. Um, there are people out there with a condition called Renfield's disease. It's not called that anymore, but it's the best way to explain it, where if you... If they allow you to feed on them, they will honestly believe that you turn them into a vampire. And they can be dangerous. So you have to be on the lookout for people like that. You have to be able to spot them and avoid them in a heartbeat. So it's like they would feel you taking energy from them, and then they'd be like, oh, well, I guess that makes me one of them. Uh, some of them... Some of them just need you to... Give them time. You don't even have to feed on them. It's, some of them are so uh, eager to believe that they are a vampire that all you have to do is give them time. Can, uh, can vampires feed off of each other? It serves no purpose. It's, it's, efficiency? Yes. It, it's, it's like auto-feeding. Uh, it's another mental disability that... Uh, involves someone cutting themselves and drinking their own blood and thinking that they're a vampire. Autumn feeding does absolutely no good to anyone. It, it's pointless, it's useless, it doesn't do anything. So, okay. Uh, I'm trying to wrap my head around all this. Uh, I've learned so much today. <laughs> yeah, this completely has blown my mind, like, to uh, what, I, what I had written down to, like, wow, it's like, there's just so many varying stories you get when you look on the internet about vampires, and there's so many things that you don't believe, and then you're like, oh, well, this one said this, and this site said the other thing. Yeah, well, that's of, true. One of my biggest questions still about, uh, you said sanguine is blood, right? Yeah, sanguine is blood. How do you get that? You, do you really bite? Or gods, you... no. Okay. Oh, gods, no. Okay. <laughs> the human mouth is so fucking dirty. Right, no, that's my thoughts. I was like, that's gotta be unsanitary. Oh my god, no, no. Um, Usually we prefer to draw it like you would at a doctor's office with a needle. So you you just teach yourself how to like draw people's blood? And you're like, hey, come Um, on over. Do you go to like a blood bank? 
Uh, that's a touchy question that I would like to shy away from because there are vampires in all walks of life uh, from the lowest person down all the way up to the highest person and there are people who really like to keep their night side separate from their day side and that's what we refer to it as the, the, the mask we wear when we're in public is our day side and our night side is who we really are and a lot of people like to keep that separate um, feeding practices are extremely personal and private um, I can't imagine you'd want to go out and tell anyone just exactly blow by blow how you had intercourse with your significant other I tell people that every day that's what Facebook says. <laughs> I'm not the average person <laughs> I'm just kidding. I feel you I'm my you own best mean. friend it's a personal thing and we do what we have to do but we make sure that we do it safely and cleanly so no one gets sick gets infections or anything like that we are very careful about it so everybody's tested yes God's yes Um, it's a requirement if you're going to be a donor you've got to be tested Um, you can look this up Um, it's called the donor bill of rights it exists out there, and it's something that a lot of us use as a guideline um, when dealing with donors. Can you, uh, can you, uh, like, can vampires, like, when you see someone you know that they are, like, can they people hide it so well that you can't tell? Like, can you self-identify or identify others? <laughs> um, yes and no. Uh, I'm going to say yes to that because I have been extremely successful in identifying others without them saying anything and catching them later on and confronting them on it. Not so much in an aggressive way, but hey, it's nice to meet you. I think we have something in common. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. (laughs) You know. (laughs) Because... Like I said, keeping our day sides and our night sides separate is a really big deal. I do not build that wall between them myself. I'm fairly open about it. But a lot of people do because society really frowns on the idea of someone identifying as a vampire. You know, um, I've known people who have lost their jobs, lost their homes. A few people have even had their children taken away from them. It's society frowns on what we are so much that we have to keep what we are secret for the for the most part, and it, it's really stressful and it it takes a lot. It takes an incredible toll on our self esteem, on our self control. It, it just breaks us down to the point where hiding really is the best option we have. There's not really a lot of laws. Like, there's laws against firing someone over their sexualism or, like, the color of their skin. There's nothing really being like, oh, well, we fired him because he's a vampire. And they're like, oh, we could probably say that and no, nobody would believe us. I think it's because people are just uneducated about true. what a vampire is. You know? Yes. There, there is a lot of misconception about what we are. We're, we're not the TV Hollywood movie idiots and monsters that are portrayed in films and sitcoms, etc. We're real people. We live real lives. We 
have real world problems. We have to worry about our bills. We have to worry about our children. We have to worry about our family members. We have to worry about our cars, having enough money for gas. Um, it, it's everything that everyone else deals with, with the added weight of having this deficiency and knowing how society looks at us. It, it, it's, it's an extreme burden. Being a vampire is not something I would ever wish on anyone. The bottom line is, it sucks. It, it, it fucking sucks. There's nothing glorious or wondrous or romantic about being a vampire. It's a hard life. But we can't change what we are. And if we run from it, if we run from it, if we try to ignore or try to deny it, it breaks us down even more. Oh, wow. And one other thing I've always wondered is, like, relationships-wise. Like, <laughs> is it, do, do vampires only date vampires? Or is no. it tab, it's not taboo to date no. another? No. Okay. Like, what, like, there's got to be some problems <laughs> in those relationships, wouldn't you think? Um... Yes, there can be problems if you're not uh, honest with your significant other. Um, if you try to hide what you are and have a donor on the side, they're not going to understand when they catch you. Yeah, they're going to consider it feet. They're going to consider it cheating instead of you know taking care of what you need to take care of. So a lot of people they will date outside of the community, and they'll be honest with their significant others and use them as donors. So that's a pretty solid little donor setup too. If you've got a yes, it is. participant, it's it, also your significant other. Yes. And you can bang someone too because you're like, <laughs> get it in there. <laughs> are there other? <laughs> Sorry. Way to derail that. Oh my god. Yeah that 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 was a locomotive off cliff right there. <laughs> Are there uh, are there like hybrid vampires that are part like sanguine and energy? Um, like they can it's, feed both. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. It, it, it is possible. Um, some people will be able to do more than one way of feeding, but they'll claim their primary <laughs> as what they are. But most people try to avoid the stereotypes or the titles. Most people just want to be. Who they are, and getting labeled within the community is by the community is um, it's pretty rough because once you stick a label on someone, people who refuse to educate themselves on the other types of vampirism tend to be rather catty. I can see that. I can see that. Yep. Chatty Cathy. Yeah. Um, it, it's an unfortunate thing. Like I said, sometimes we're more human than human. We can be harder on ourselves than the rest of society can be. Um, the sun. The sun. What's the deal with the sun and vampires in reality? That's another, that is another yeah. Hollywood stereotype that unfortunately Jeez. almost hit the mark. Really? Uh, almost. Almost. See that? Just what do you mean by little bit? Um, you ever walk out into the sun and feel like you're being burned alive? Yes. Okay. A lot of us have a sensitivity to the sun. Um, 
for us, it feels like being burned alive with red hot needles jammed into every centimeter of our body all at once. That's not pleasant. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, I would no, not, not do that thing that made me feel that way. <laughs> uh, I've actually been put in the hospital from sun poisoning more than once. Uh, when I was 17, I died of a sunstroke. So for me, getting out into the sun is not a good thing. You died of a sunstroke? Yes. And they brought you back? Yes. Nice. Wait, how'd they, how'd they bring you back? Ah, uh, paramedics showed up in time. You got the little clamps? I'm really not sure. I was not yeah, present. Yeah, you probably weren't around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You weren't really there. <laughs> me just asking you, hey, when you were dead, did you like have an out-of-body experience and notice what was happening? No. Uh, I did have an out-of-body. I, I saw the tunnel. I saw the white light. Really? And coming back, coming back felt like trying to shove an elephant through a hole about the size of an inch, quarter. Really? It was not fun. <laughs> what other crate? What other like cool stuff like that? I mean, I guess that's not cool, but like interesting. No, it's not. It, not, not yeah. <laughs> you made your friend hide his face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm embarrassed for him. Sorry. That's all right. Yeah. Um. I guess, why, why don't we end this before I say something else? What up? <laughs> do you have something to ask, Kurt? I'm good. Uh, I was just going to say, do you have anything else that you want to clarify or, you know, talk about before we wrap this Yeah, up? what else do you think the public should learn? I think I've covered all the bases. You know, uh, the, the, the last thing I'd like to leave you guys with is, if you find out someone is a vampire... Don't ask them all kinds of questions because they've heard them all before. I, I know that you want to know. And if you say, hey, can I ask you some questions? And they say, yeah, go ahead. Be respectful with those questions. Because we have been given such a hard time for so long that generally when we're approached like that, we roll our eyes and go, oh, my God, here it comes. And we brace for it. So be respectful to the people don't give them a hard time. And if you find out someone is a vampire and you see someone giving them a hard time, stand up for them. Let them know that they're not alone anymore because that's the biggest problem we have is we get so much grief for being what we are. It makes us want to hide from everyone. And it's an unpleasant, unwelcome feeling because we can't help who we are. This is what we are. We were born this way. We didn't choose this. So if you find out someone is, be nice to them. That's well, that's the last thing. I be an outsider. Yeah, quite literally. <laughs> I learned so much today. No, honestly, honestly, we had no idea what to expect yeah. coming into this. That's From no what idea. we had seen on YouTube and everything, some of the... The vampires I talked to were and all just high reading. and mighty talking down to people and we were like, I don't know if this guy's going to believe us. I don't know how he's going to be. <laughs> and you were badass the whole time. Like, Thank you. Thank you so uh, much for coming on and talking to us, man. Just being honest, man. Have a good day. We appreciate it. Take it easy, man. Uh, you too. Do you, you have anything you want to plug oh, yeah. before we go? Oh, uh, well, yeah. Um, okay. Go to lulu.com and look for elianance.com. Um, help support a starving artist, and everything's good. Uh, there we go. All right, guys. Be All well. Right, thank you. Thanks, man. Pass the gravy, bitches.
It's getting kind of hard to believe things are going to get better. I've been drowning too long to believe that the tide's going to turn. And I've been living too hard to believe things are going to get easier now. I'm still trying to shake off the pain from the lessons I've learned. And if I see Van Helsing, I swear to the Lord I will slay him. Ha, 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 he'd take you from me, but I swear I won't let it be so. Ha, 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 blood will run down his face when he is decapitated. Ha, his head on my mantle is how I will let this world go. How much I love you. I can't.